Welcome to the What About Marriage podcast, where two newlyweds explore marriage through the lens of personal experience. This is not about teaching, it's about discovering and learning together. Thanks for listening. Welcome to What About Marriage podcast. I'm Angelina. And I'm Joshua. My beautiful husband. My (laughs) handsome wife. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Welcome, guys. Podcast. Podcast. Oh, man, we got some kombucha in front of us tonight. Yes, home-brewed. Home-brewed kombucha. We've had a lot of people come by and drink our kombucha, and we've had a lot of people come by telling us, or saying kombucha in a weird way. What are some of the... Didn't we do this the other Did we? Week? Kombucha. Kombucha. K- uh, can't. Kumbacha. Com- That's what. Yeah. Kumbaya. Kumbaya. Yeah. So we've got um, some homemade kombucha with. <laughs> with. Oh my goodness. With what else is in this? Is it like a peach mango? I think it was mango? a peach mango juice that peach we mango juice. did the second ferment with. Yeah, it's it's been pretty good. We've been we've been brewing our own kombucha for it'll be a year this fall, right? No, no it's this been summer. Over a year, yeah, because we started in Antioch and yep. we tried to move our scoby with us, didn't we? Mm-hmm. I think we did move our scoby with us. Did we? But then it kind of got ruined. Yeah, and we restarted. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a year. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's a video on our Facebook page of what about marriage? I think it's right? actually on my blog page. I don't know that we ever shared it. We might have. Oh. Sh- I don't know. We can go look. We'll, we'll we'll share it. Yes. If you guys want to check it out. Yes, we will. Um, so as you can see slash hear, we're doing a lot of talking. We love talking. And if you've listened at all through the past two seasons, you've realized we like talking. We love it. We love it. And that's, I mean, that's part of the reason why we started a podcast. Not like the reason why, like, let's just blah, 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 blah. The whole... <laughs> The whole time about nothing, but we we really enjoy talking, and we enjoy talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And so that is what we're talking about today. Talking. I don't know why I keep doing whispering after effects to everything that you say. It's kind of like... It's kind of creepy. It's kind of like uh, Jim Gaffigan's little quirks when he he kind of talks about... I don't know, he'll do oh, jokes, he and then he does, like the, he yeah, does like the, the audience voice. Yeah. Like, I don't know what he's talking about. Is he serious? Yeah, so that's kind of what I yeah. thought it was. But Or like your creeper, stalker, ghost person. <laughs> or the um, youngest son in the middle. You know how he does like the... The middle, like the TV show? The TV show in the middle. How he, he'll say something and then he'll like, he'll say one of the words from the sentence like... Oh, He'll look yeah. down and say the uh, the word yep. again. What's that yeah. guy's name? No idea. I'm gonna check. I've I've watched the middle maybe once. We back in college we were that was part of our script writing class was yeah, to write an episode. Or, no, no script writing. Script writing. Yeah, and we were in the same script writing class, and mm-hmm. we had to write up. Was it brick? Brick. That's the kid's name. Oh, I think some brick. Anyway, nice. sorry. Go ahead. Either way. We had to write our own middle episode, right? Yeah, we had to yeah. write an episode. I don't remember what mine was about, but... Oh, mine was so bad. So bad. I know mine was terrible. Yeah. Whatever, that was... We, we passed, we graduated, we're, yeah. 
We're living life. We quote unquote past. <laughs> we're still paying for that. Oh, but we're living life forever. We will be paying for that forever. P.S. To you, we love you. But if you could please stop calling us and asking for oh, our money, oh my goodness, we, we still giving gave you our, our money. Life. We still giving it to you. Uh, so don't be asking me for no more money. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I ain't got none. No, the no. wallet is empty. Go go talk to some of the rich kids that were there with us. We yeah, don't, whose we parents don't have paid for money. everything. Um. But we were we were listening to the episode. That was a long awkward pause. Was it? <laughs> so before we get into the topic, and after that nice long awkward pause, <laughs> I wanted to say issue a little disclaimer, um, a retraction from last week's episode. If you listened to it, and if you caught on to what I said, I apologize. Even if you didn't catch on, I wanted to apologize. I, when I was talking about being scared or being super aware of people when we were out in public, women and how they were dressed and all this stuff, I, I made a statement saying that I was always that I'm always scared that someone that a woman is going to cause you to stumble or lust. And so I just wanna, I just wanna clarify that that's not what I actually believe. It was something that I said without even thinking. Um, but I don't like I do not believe that women by dressing a certain way cause someone else to lust. Like it's I, not their fault. Right. I think I think every person makes their own decisions and it doesn't matter if you're a man or a boy, you choose whether or not you look a second time and whether or not you choose to like ruminate on what you've seen. And we all make our own choices and a woman just by existing, no matter what she's wearing, does not matter what she's wearing, is not responsible for someone else's actions. Mm-hmm. So just like that's something that I'm super passionate about. And when I was listening back, it just broke my heart that I said that. So I just wanted to retract that mm-hmm. because that's not at all what I believe. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, I think that's good to clear that because it's true. Like you don't believe that and it's not. It's when it's so fault. easy, it's so easy to buy into that because that's what I heard like growing up as, I mean, I'm sure a lot of, especially in like the conservative Christian culture, we're told that it's our responsibility as women and as girls from a very young age. Like I remember being like 10, 11, 12 and being told that it's my responsibility to dress modestly so as not to cause someone, my brother in Christ to stumble. And that's just, I'm sorry, but that's just such bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's You're not. You're gonna have up to beep to that out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, I already did technically, <laughs> um, but it's not. It's not. It's not your fault. It's not the woman's fault. And I know we could probably talk about this for a whole episode and mm-hmm. on its own. But yeah, I mean, it is up to the man to or boy or whoever it is mm-hmm. to make that second choice or Mm -hmm. to like you said ruminate it i'm just Mm -hmm. repeating what you said i don't need to be doing that um but yeah so let's move on what's another thing we're passionate about oh yeah talking Talking. um so (laughs) married couples we always hear this growing up growing up or when we're getting into marriage or anything like that is after a while you just start to tune each other out and one will just go over here and the other one would just kind of let it go in one ear out the other and then they both smile and go to bed happy and that's that's i mean sure if that works for someone that you know great like 
that's great. But for us, that doesn't work. No, no. And we are both very much talkers, and we are huge into making sure that when we talk, we are the first people that we're talking to. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels weird to me sometimes when I have something happen at work and I tell someone else before you, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, I, oh wait, I oh, haven't told you yet. I thought, I, I thought her. I told you, yeah. Or like, oh crap, I'm in trouble. Or <laughs> no, I don't the get in trouble. The talking police are coming. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I mean, we talk every day. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not just like, hi, good morning, goodbye, love mm-hmm. you. We, we get, we get pretty in depth. Mm-hmm. Now, listening to each other sometimes is a bit of a struggle for I, both of us. More me than you. No, I, I do it a lot too sometimes. Sometimes you'll start talking and I'll see something or think of something, and I'll, in my head I'm like, okay, got to do this and got to do that. It's and so you'll keep easy. talking, I'm like, oh, crap, what were you saying? <laughs> yeah, and you don't want to be like, uh, I was excuse me, I didn't hear what you said. Can you say it one more time, please? <laughs> I need to remember what you said because I didn't hear it the first time. Okay, Crystalia. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I think it's a funny voice, so I like it. It is. Whatever. But... Um, it's Topher from Topher? Workaholics. It's played oh, yeah. by Crystalia, but that's Topher. Role. Does yeah. he ever use that voice in a stand-up? Probably. Anyway. Either way. Off the rabbit trail. So, back on it. We talk about literally everything. It's not It's not just like you said, good morning, good night, mm-hmm. how's work? We do talk about that. Like, yeah. we do say those things. Yeah. But that's not where the buck stops. No. We, I don't think there's anything that we don't talk about. Mm-mm. And I'm saying, like, we talk about the poops. Das poops. <laughs> we talk about <laughs> sex. Sex. What was good, what was not good, what worked, what didn't work. Mm-hmm. What what we want to do next time. Mm-hmm. When we're going to do it. Are we mm-hmm. doing it enough? Are we not doing it enough? Mm-hmm. We're doing it too much. We talk about sex a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I realized I was just going. That was all sex. <laughs> um, we talk about food. Mainly uh, food. Mainly food. Yeah. We, I mean... There, I think the last like link I sent you on a text was to a thing that we went to this past weekend, which was a festival that was literally a street here in Franklin that was lined with food trucks. It was incredible. Like, this is what we need to do. And we went, and we had literally the best Italian beef I think we've ever had. I'm sorry, Portillo's. We're sorry, Chicago, yeah. everyone up there. This I, I have never, like, y'all, this is up there with the Seattle Fa which mm-hmm. is my best food experience to date. And disclaimer for Angelina, it's not about the food. <laughs> it is about the experience of where you're having the food. The experience Correct plus me the quality. It's not just the quality. It's right. quality plus experience. Because I can have something really, really good, but if it's like low-key experience, I'm probably not going to remember it. But if it's like an incredible experience, environment, all this, all these things adding up, and then I have this amazing Italian beef that's dripping down my hands, and I'm in the park, and there's music, and there's people and dogs, yep. and it's like the first outing of the summer, and I'm happy and, and kind of stressed out, but in a good place, and then I... Oh. And then you just kind of wrap all those stress, into stress thoughts old into a big old mouthful of Italian beef and... It we also had away. a Chicago dog, which was pretty good. It it was I've so pale in comparison to the Italian beef, though. Yeah. I mean, I've had better. But the Italian beef was like... Yeah. Yeah. So, 
See, I, we just get on the topic of food and we just keep talking. Um, but we we are very passionate about marriages that include talking. And yeah. I mean, to explain that a little more, we believe that talking is one of the foundational pillars, I would say, as... Uh, rewind. Um, foundational pillars of marriage. Yeah. Like communication. communication, talking, however you want to put it. Communication and talking are two different things, but they work they, simultaneously. Yeah. Simultaneously. So we we have made that kind of unconsciously one of the things that we just do all the time. Yeah. One of the things that we make sure that we do. Not not that we're like taking tallies or anything, like marking tallies off on a book. Okay, we've talked five times today kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's just like it's we feel comfortable doing it, and I feel yeah. like that is what has grown our relationship. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And it's easy to, like, if, if one person isn't talking or is being silent or not really engaging in the conversation, it's very easy to pick up that something's wrong. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's also a telltale way that we can see or know that something's wrong mm-hmm. with the other person. Yeah. Or if it's like if I'm talking and you keep not engaging back or actively listening, then I'm like, what's wrong? What's in your mind? Tell me. And then I'll be like, nothing. And I'll be like, what's wrong? I'll be like, nothing. I'll be like, what's wrong? Like, all of this stuff. But sometimes it's nothing. Sometimes it's nothing. Sometimes (laughs) it's just blank space. Sometimes it's like, hey, look at that white wall. And then that's as far as I get. Yeah. But, sorry, I digress. Um, I've always wanted to say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we we have learned a lot about each other through just mm-hmm. the fact that we like talking to yeah. each other. Um, and, it's, and it's kind of like we're, I mean, we've known each other through, we've seen each other grow in college, and then we've mm-hmm. seen each other begin adulthood and now we're a few years into adulthood and we've both changed so much in our time together and it's like without talking like there's so many things that almost unconsciously change within you the more you know like we moved to a new place we moved to a city that has a huge homeless problem Mm -hmm. and we've both like our views and opinions on that have changed drastically because we're in a city that where we're confronted with that issue almost on a daily basis. And so it's like, we've, we've both changed and we've only like known that about each other because we've, you know, said like, you know, when one of us has wanted to give money to someone standing on the corner and the other person objects and it's like raises the conversation, like why? And we ask those questions and engage in conversation and, um, and I don't know. And that's like all founded on a, safety foundation of of giving each other the freedom to have differing opinions and views and saying like I'm not gonna mm-hmm. I'm not gonna love you less if you because you disagree with me on mm-hmm. a political or social issue mm-hmm. I want to understand why yeah but I'm not gonna I don't know so that has led to a lot of lively conversations and debates lively it's like you're it sounds like we like had guns on either side of the room. It's like, what did you say? What did you say? Like Mr. and Mrs. Smith kind of thing. Yeah. Um, no, like we didn't. We... No, I know. I'm just. I'm... Go ahead. Yeah. I was just poking fun. Whatever. 
can I do that? Is no. that okay? No. I have too many no. poked fun holes already. But yeah, I mean, we, uh, oh, okay. So here's what I was thinking about. So sometimes when we both have, when we have certain opinions about, say, actually, I'm not going to give any kind of thing because <laughs> that could just start something. But if we have a d- differing opinions on a certain subject and one of us, one of us, one of us, one of us has a, a view that's not really rooted in anything. It's more just like, oh, I've seen that on TV. That sounds like that's my opinion mm-hmm. kind of thing. We both like kind of look to each other for that as well. So if like say you had a strong opinion or I had a strong opinion about something and mm-hmm. the other had a weaker one, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, so tell me why you think that. And then... We kind of, that's how that talking kind of begins. And we kind of bring those two mindsets together and be like, okay, well, I thought this, but now that you've talked about that, that makes a lot more sense than me just mm-hmm. seeing one news story about it. Yeah. And, um, but most of the time we, ugh, I just spit. <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> most of the time we have similar opinions. Mm-hmm. Ma- there's... Mainly about most things. Yeah. There's very little that we disagree on. Yeah. And there are things that, that we even agree on that we will discuss further to kind of push ourselves a little bit to challenge ourselves like especially in our theological mindsets and like Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff theology is one thing that like I wish thinking back to college I wish I was okay (laughs) I wish right now that I no I wish back in college I had the thirst for knowledge that I have now Mm -hmm. and I know this is kind of a side tangent but like now I wish that I was in those bib lit classrooms or mm-hmm. I was in those C or what were some of those? Um, there were some, yeah, we had, I don't remember what they were called. Yeah. Well, either way we had these theological classes and I would just blow them off. Cause it's like, oh, I don't care who even cares anymore. really, I just want to get through college and go to work. I don't want to like, no, now we don't want to work. Now I don't want to work. I just want to learn. It's so weird. Um, but the cruelty of life. Yeah, for real. It's like God's up there, just like, <laughs> oh you. Nah. man, no. He's just like, yeah, you're on the right path. Hopefully, I think I hope I'm on the right path. Yeah. Um, that was a weird. That was a weird thing. That was weird. We'll just go back and talk about how. Yeah, I wish I had that knowledge now. Yeah. Or the I wish thirst I had. for knowledge. Yeah. But I think then. that also leads to like, we've had to learn how to. If we have a conversation about abortion, why do we believe what we believe? Mm-hmm. And how how does that, like, as Christians, how does that relate to, you know, what does the Bible say? What does, oh. what does how does that agree or disagree with what we've chosen to believe? And, mm-hmm. and what do prominent thought leaders in both faith and non-faith uh, communities believe? And why do they believe that? And then one of the ways that we've tried to take our conversations further like rather than just talking about something to be to challenge ourselves to think about how we as a couple how can we engage with an issue that mm-hmm. we care about because mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that we feel like we have the right to have opinions to but we don't do anything to engage with it other than rant on social media mm. which we've, we both haven't have since cease to do in our adult life I feel like occasionally we will but um yeah I think it's much more I don't know like that's just one of the ways that we've challenged ourselves in our conversations like rather than just 
go on and on about how we can't believe that this one person said this thing or that this one group of people believes this thing to be like, okay, well, how, how do we, yeah. as Joshua and Angelina, how do we step forward to help? Mm-hmm. What is our role mm-hmm. in that? And like you said, we've seen, like we've done it before, but we also see, I, I forget what we were watching or we heard something uh, a while back that was like, if you if you want to complain about something that's going on, or if you want to critique something that's going on, first look at yourself and be like, what am I doing to change this? Mm-hmm. You know, rather than just blurting it on social media and being like, okay, that's my part. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no, don't just talk on social media. Like, there are so many things you can do. If you are upset about the homeless population in your community, go find a shelter that you can serve at. Mm-hmm. Or if if you are, I don't know, I don't know what some of the other ones are, but like adoption or like abortion things um of that nature like go volunteer at an orphanage or go i don't know i don't know what it is that's just kind of like things that just came to my mind but there are there are ways you can do or make changes yourself rather than just kind of wait until something happens rather than just talking about it yeah like we're both i mean i'm not as good as it at it as you are but we both are big into justice not justice but help for kids who are struggling with depression, anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mean, you give every month to a, I'm, I'm not trying to brag, but like, this is like one way that we're doing, you're doing something about it. It's like we give to an organization that helps, that gives a place for those teens to go and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I'm, I'm just kind of going down this route. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is about talking, not about social issues. Um, but no, I think it's important. Like we've, <clears throat> Like, we love talking about it, and we love learning about it, and what are people doing to engage with it? What are people doing to avoid it? And we love having conversations about that, but we've also had to challenge ourselves. Like, there are there are places in life, like social issues, where you need to go further than just talking. Mm-hmm. And we felt, we felt convicted in that and challenged to consider, you know, what, what can we do to take this conversation beyond our apartment to actually engage with it. If it's something that we're that passionate about, how can we help? Yeah. And kind of taking that idea, flipping it into our marriage, like that is kind of what talking has done for us Mm -hmm. is we talk so much about these issues and not, not always issues, but things that we like, things that we dislike, Mm -hmm. things that we did today. And that pulls us deeper into a relationship with each other. Mm-hmm. And that allows us to be like, okay, well, why do you think that? Mm-hmm. Or, okay, so what happened that made you think that? Mm-hmm. And it's talking together. It's starting talking together mm-hmm. is what creates a deeper pull to like, okay, so what can we do as like you and I, like if something happened to me at work mm-hmm. and I talk to you about it, then you ask me, okay, so what can you do next time? Or I say, what do I do next time? And then that pulls us into this, like, okay, now I've, I'm leaning on your shoulders to help mm-hmm. me through this. And then it kind of, I don't know, you know, you, you yeah, know what I'm I trying to you. say? Like, yeah. it's it, just the act of talking alone, I believe, and I, I'm pretty sure you believe, like, we haven't talked right. about this exactly what I'm about to say, but, like, I believe that talking is the doorway into that deeper relationship that I think we all want Mm -hmm. in our marriage. And at least for us, I know I always say it's like more of a disclaimer at the end, like at least for us, but I am talking about us. Mm -hmm. 
and that is what has worked for us and what mm-hmm. continues to work. Mm-hmm. So, and it's like there's also the um, the problem. Like sometimes, I'll, like I do documentary reviews for a company, and I watch this one incredibly powerful documentary on poverty in third world countries and the role of aid and how that's how that can actually be incredibly detrimental to the health of a country mm-hmm. that like US traditional US aid how it's can actually hurt and it completely like revolutionized my worldview on world hunger and world poverty and how and foreign aid and what it looks like for a charity or an organization or a federal agency to engage with these needs that are around the world but I was the one that watched that and you didn't Mm -hmm. and so I had this complete shift in my worldview and the only way that I could bring you into that was through talking and we like we talked about that for days and it was like it was hard to bring you into that and help you understand why my view on that suddenly changed and changed so drastically. Yeah. But I think, like, I feel like sometimes we take for for granted that those changes occur. And um, because oftentimes they, like I said at the beginning, they occur almost unconsciously. But it's like, if you don't make an effort to actively bring your partner into those changes, that you can end up being almost a stranger to the person that you're with. And talking is really the only way to bridge that gap and help them understand what, how you've moved from point A to point B mm-hmm. with anything. Even if it's something as simple as like suddenly you don't like your favorite pie anymore. Yeah. And then and then he buys it for you for Valentine's Day and then it's a huge mess because you don't like it anymore. But he didn't know that you didn't like it anymore. That never actually happened in no, real life. I was about to say, like, I don't know if that actually happened. <laughs> no, but just, small problems can escalate very quickly. When you don't talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, oh man, I just had this thought and it just flew away. No! What the heck? No. Um, but if, I don't know, you're not, yeah, there it is. Hey, hi, it's back. Um, you are not the same person today as you were yesterday. Mm-hmm. And you are allowed as a human being to have different mindsets and different beliefs about something day to day. And if those things continue to change, how many different yous have you been since the last time you talked to your spouse? Ooh. You know, like that that sounded kind of cool now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm being serious. Like like yeah. I could I could Yeah. I just I saw a picture of something, so I could have a different mindset about dishwashers mm-hmm. today. And then tomorrow I could be like, I hate dishwashers. I think they're yeah. stupid. And you'd be like, What what? But then a week down the road, I could have a different opinion and you would think, I don't know, I'm more yeah. reiterating in a different way what you just said. Yeah. But. Do I have time to share a story yeah. example of that? Yeah. So today we, um, when Joshua came home from work, we went for a run at one of the nearby parks to just get our, get our run in for the night. And, mm-hmm. um, and we were walking and Joshua said to me, I think I've just had a big shift in my view of in my humanity yeah view of humanity and I was like what are you talking about and he said well there was an ant crawling across the sidewalk and I was gonna squish it but then I decided no I'll just like step aside and wait for it to cross 
and so we started a conversation about how like <laughs> we like previously you would have just killed like the insects and now you feel kind of bad for killing an insect i would have stepped on the bug like three times <laughs> like that's the kind of person i was yeah but but it was just like this crazy like it seems like a, such a small insignificant thing like oh you didn't step on an ant but it signifies a big change in like you and you as someone who's like growing towards being a more kind person or striving yeah. to be that like yeah. I feel like that's something that we've talked about a lot but then it was just suddenly like you shared that you feel like that shift has been made and mm -hmm. it's like oh yep wow. and I didn't even make the shift that was one thing that really surprised me it was like I haven't been actively trying to be a better person <laughs> like, sorry, but I, I, I mean, I guess I have in some ways, but like, I haven't been trying to be like, oh man, I should try really hard to want bugs to live, you know? And like those big mosquitoes, I'll zap them with our bug zapper thing <laughs> all the time. But like, if it's just an ant crawling, like. Like he's she, out in his own world. Yeah. Angelina had an ant crawling on the inside of her glass that she had left outside on the porch. The ant went in there to get some nourishment. It's crawling out, and I just smush it on the side of the glass. I'm like, I instantly felt regret. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh. This guy probably had another seven, eight days of his life left, and I ended it seven days early. I, I legitimately felt bad. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. But that, as you're saying, just goes to show every day can be different. Yeah, you change. And... It is so, 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 so important to us that we talk mm -hmm. and that talking is a part of our everyday life. Mm -hmm. So if you, listener, listener, haven't talked to your spouse recently about things that aren't surface level, mm -hmm. try it. Mm -hmm. And try asking them as well. And biggest thing is to have grace because... Mm -hmm they could very very well be in a different mindset than the last time you had a heart to heart with them yeah so put that heart on your sleeve a little bit mm -hmm. and talk it out yeah because it's going to help it's helped us yeah i mean i i can think of very few situations where talking doesn't help amen yeah so that's it that's it that's it that is so it Homework for the week. Talk to the partner. And see or your best up. friend. Or your best friend. Anyone. Anyone or that you haven't mom. been open with. Or your pup. Yep. Or your pup. Or your grandma. Or your grandpa. Yep. Or your pup. Pupper. Speaking of puppers, we should go get our dog. Yeah. We miss him. Blessings, y'all. Season 2 theme music was written and performed by Noah Jordan, an incredibly talented local artist.